3: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
4: It was a Cowboys Thursday. Oh, yeah. See, it's interesting the way it's worked. We had Monday off, so yesterday was like Tuesday for us. But for the Cowboys, because they're playing Saturday, they shift their schedule, so it was like Thursday for them. So nobody really had Wednesday yesterday. But because it was a Thursday, even though it was a Wednesday, uh, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb both... (laughs) spoke and there was a lot of interest, I think, in what Dak and Lamb had to say about what went down with the essentially the neglect of Lamb over two and a half quarters. Uh and their responses were really interesting to me, particularly C.D. Lamb's. And mm-hmm. I, I'm can't wait for your thoughts on this, Choppy. Uh first clip here. Dak was asked Did you see a lot of missed opportunities when you went back and looked at the tape? Did you see missed opportunities to get CD the ball?
2: I think a lot of factors played into that. They they got the rush going a little bit, um, getting me off the spot. Obviously, we talked about them clouding clouding the coverage to CD, putting more people to his side. It wasn't giving us quite as favorable looks as they were early in the game. And, I mean, that's credit to Fangio. As I said, the guy's been around for a long time. He's a hell of a play caller. And so – um he wasn't gonna sit there and as I said, allow C D to have a career day. Uh, but maybe a one or two I could say this or that, but overall, uh well done by them and we just couldn't get out, get out of our own way and whether that was too dry starting backed up within the five yard line, uh that's never easy there. Yeah, and, and credit to them.
5: All right, so this is one of those things that happens in every fan base across the country. that's what? Well, why couldn't you just do it? Why couldn't you get the ball to them? Why couldn't you do
4: it? Mm-hmm. Like some of that has to do with the other team, still. Sure, and Fangio's got a history of changing things up and making it difficult on Dak, and yeah. that's what Dak. Dak just gave him credit there. Um, what's interesting is you hear Dak say, like real quick, it was cr- it was clear after the
5: Cowboys' second drive that Miami changed things up.
4: Clear. They changed things up, but I think there were still opportunities for CD. I don't. I don't Maybe. know that I totally agree. Michael Gelkin had tweeted a clip where there were two smoke routes. On on one play at one point, and it's step back. You have the option to toss to C D, toss to Gallup. He went to Gallup. It didn't work out, and C D was really frustrated afterwards. You got to find opportunities like that to get him involved yeah. when you're going two and a half quarters without him getting the ball. So Dak there says Fangio adjusted coverage, and they were moving me off my spot. Pass rush was impacting things. Let's see if C D Lamb agrees with that. This is C D talking about the disappearance of his involvement for a couple quarters.
0: Really, nothing. Um, to be honest, I feel like everything that we we had was still in front of us. I mean, we still had the opportunity to, you know, win the game, and that that's probably the best thing for us, you know. And um, that's all we can really ask for, you know, just the opportunity and a chance to win, and that we gave ourselves. So that's pretty much it.
2: So, do you and Dak talk after those games about what he was seeing and maybe why the ball didn't come to your way in the second and third quarter?
0: Uh, not really. No. Uh, just kind of clear a couple things up as far as detailing on route running and you know execution.
4: How much of that was contributed to the offensive line not being at full strength and just some of the timing on some of those routes? Not a problem. Interesting. So CD says, look, not a lot to clean up. I think opportunities were still there. I, I don't think that the pass rush was much of a problem at all. So different tone from back well, and. Look, it, I, I love... It's pretty obvious the pass rush was a problem. Uh, yeah, the, the pass rush was a problem. I, I think what CD saying is it clearly was a problem because he followed up after that. Somebody said, well, you agree that you were compromised on the left side, causing problems. He goes, Abs- oh, absolutely. You take Tyron out, that's going to... I think CD saying it was not enough of an excuse to say we can't move the ball. Like, there were still opportunities there. And I love... CD Lamb is probably my favorite quote in the locker room. Yeah. I, I mean, we got to talk to him in Oxnard... Was there a better interview in Oxnard than Lamb? Like, just in terms of his honesty and how direct he is and the way that he explains what he's looking at. He was pretty, he was pretty good. I'm sorry, I,
5: I can't think of one, but I think he was pretty damn good.
4: I, I think CD is, and, and it's something that he's really grown into, and CD said that he realized a couple of years ago that he needed to just tell the truth, just say it straight, instead of trying to come up with an answer, or craft a perfect answer that he found Things became easier when he just shot it straight. So I, I don't think, here's one thing that I do want to make clear. Two different answers there. Dak is going to be the politician. CeeDee Lamb is the, I'm going to shoot it straight guy. They have a great relationship. Lamb and Dak do. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is indicative for anybody who heard that. Sounds it. If, if for any-
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every
1: journey.
4: Everybody who heard it and said, oh, that doesn't sound too great. I do think that their relationship is strong. I don't think there's anything to worry about on that front. C.D. kind of has a tendency to wear his emotions on his sleeve, as a lot of receivers do. And I think that that's just a symptom of that. And he wants yeah. to be involved.
5: Look, CD is not the only receiver in the NFL who, uh, who's a who's a one, who didn't get the ball for two quarters this year. Like there's other guys. There are there there every every single week. I mean, look, Stephon Diggs will go plenty of time during the course of a game without getting the football. Yeah, he'll tell you about it, and he'll tell you about it. Uh yeah. anybody out so there? So AJ Brown. Huh? So will AJ Brown? So will lots of guys. It happens. It, it just happens. I mean, I, I have to go back and look. Does Kelsey go? And he's on a receiver, but like I, I put him in the receiver category,
4: essentially pass like, catcher.
5: Like does he go time? Yeah, he he probably goes time too. Now maybe not this year because he literally is the only option. Um, but it, when you're getting when you're under siege, it's it's hard to get the ball to the guys on the outside. Do you want Dak doing what Nick Mullins did this weekend? I don't. I was that, did, you did you see that game? You see the, the, the uh, Minnesota game?
4: No, I I know you talked about
5: I, Dude, I heard you mentioned yesterday that like, he was just
4: forcing to just. He Jackson.
5: was just heaving it up. Now Jefferson came down with dang near all of them. In traffic, two, three guys on him jump balls like um David Tyree style.
4: But like, is that what you want? What I want is if you're having trouble protecting, I want you to hit hot routes. I want uh-huh. you to hit quick slants uh-huh. and, and let CD make a play. That's that's typically how he's won in the past and how they've neutralized pass rush a little bit but cd lamb was talking about this yesterday his competitiveness the you know what matters to him most cd says he's not a stats guy that ultimately the only stat he cares about choppy and i think this is true is the w column
0: yeah i just do i just know um what i can contribute to the team obviously and um the type of player I am. Um, worked hard to be in this position, of course, and as everybody else on this team. So just putting myself in the best position, you know, help the team, of course. And uh, yeah, man, I like to win overall. It's not really so much more of, of the stat. It's just whatever the stat ends up being after the game, yeah, that's cool. But like throughout the game, I'm not, oh, I got 100 yards in the first qu-. Yeah, no, nah, that's not it. I just like winning. Like I really have an obsession with winning.
4: And that's yeah. the kind of line that I think you want to hear. And I, I don't think that's, fake from him i i don't think that's no, him saying do. like oh i don't really care about st-. sometimes you hear guys say i'm not I, i'm not worried about stats i just care about the win at the end of the day and and then that ends up not being true no because if you complain about about, about not get the ball for the win then that's
5: you obviously don't care just about winning
4: it's funny i did uh nobody cares just about winning i did cowboys cross talk last night with kevin Hagland and dave campo and nate newton well yep and was campo wearing underwear uh I don't know. What does that mean? Did you not ask him? Why would I ask him? How that? would that not have been your first question? Why would I have asked him that? I clearly don't know what reference you're making.
5: Hard Knocks? When they pantsed him in oh, the hard 02
4: knock. or whatever? I was not watching Hard Knocks back then. Oh, man. I, yeah, because they, they pantsed him in Hard Knocks. He goes, Hey, you
5: guys know I don't know where I'm the winner <laughs> He like was, that, that, uh, Absolutely.
4: You've interviewed Campo before, right? A million times. One of the great, best storytellers. Awesome guy. He, he is such an awesome a good guy. interview so uh, he that is, was a miss
5: that was a big miss on your part
4: if you i, mean, I apologize you've
5: got to, you've next time you talk to dave campo the first thing that needs to be on your mind is
4: is that man wearing underwear? well he will be there on saturday for jimmy's ring of honor induction he lives in jacksonville now uh Ten Ten, who we've cross talked uh-huh. with before he does a lot of stuff for them now but he's in town to be there for jimmy's ring did, of honor induction. did you give him your thoughts on jacksonville I did not. I should have. That didn't even cross he my mind. He probably doesn't live in Jacksonville. He probably lives in Ponte Vedra, no. which is a, a I, much
5: nicer. I place. mean, whatever it is.
4: <laughs> but we talked last night, and over the last couple of weeks, Nate has really hit the point of where are your tone setters? Yeah, where are your guys who have an edge, who play with a little bit of you know, I, I don't know if I can say it, so I'll just use a different term: spit and vinegar. Like, like where oh, are those guys yeah. who who play with that a little bit. And Nate has said, all right, I feel like maybe I'm getting a little bit of that from Micah. And Campo said that, that like he's clearly frustrated with the holding stuff. He's he's chattering a lot. We'll talk later on this hour how he drew Rob Gronkowski and Debo Samuel off sides on Kay Adams' yeah. show yesterday. But CD, he he when did. you hear him talk about winning games and you see CD get very emotional in these games, the emotional... Dak is their leader in general. I feel like their emotional leader right now is CD lamb on offense. And, you know, Micah has been in the past. J Ron curse on defense. Those are kind of the, the emotional tone setters there. But I think that's, that's good. What you hear from CD there. Cause I think he means that is that winning is what's most important to him. I,
5: it, you know, I, it, 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 knowing CD the way we do it makes perfect sense it makes perfect sense i still hold the 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 idea that if you were to pin a lot of these guys down on a lie detector th- there's a lot of sydney dean going on around here like not not just here like everywhere like you'd rather get yours and lose than get nothing and
4: win speaking of Cowboys have routinely, it's a stat we've quoted, they don't typically lose back-to-back games under Mike McCarthy. No. Uh this was the first time that it happened since 2021. Dak Prescott, what is your mindset after back-to-back losses?
2: Uh pissed for sure. Um but but this resilient, I guess uh to answer that and understanding that that one was close uh, got away from us obviously on the road could have been a a, a good one particularly saying the road right against a, against a playoff team um and just didn't get it done uh but it's just been about for everybody to be accountable look themselves in the mirror say what more can i do individually and then understanding if we do that commit to that uh collectively uh we'll, we'll continue to, to to get better and we'll get over this no doubt about it
4: boy i'm so sad sean sharif is not here today why is that because if we would have played that clip, Peyton, how deep into that clip would Sean have just cut it off and gone? He's not giving real answer. He's not talking. He's not saying anything. Stop playing it. Maybe like seven seconds or. He so. would have get. Yeah, yeah I, I think as soon as he went like pissed for sure. But you know we're we're we're, we're moving forward. Back,
2: uh, pissed for sure. He
4: gave us the backs against the wall mentality quote yeah. a couple times yesterday. So I think Sean would have cut that one off quickly. Rashawn Evans. There is now officially one linebacker on the roster. R.J. Choppy, Rashawn Evans, the former Alabama linebacker, former first-round pick uh, of the Tennessee Titans. I think he was the first-round pick. Yes, Maybe the second-round. Um, Rashawn Evans was waived by the Cowboys on Wednesday to make room for offensive tackle Matt Wiletsko, who we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. as that was the guy they drafted with the Amari Cooper pick. Uh, he was activated off IR after dealing with a shoulder injury that he suffered in training camp. This comes a day after. Fair trade, by the way. Amari for Matt Wiletsko. Fair trade. Very fair trade like uh, Bruce Willis in Sin City. Uh, Rashawn Evans was arrested. This came out yesterday. He was arrested on Tuesday by Frisco police for possession of marijuana. Team sources, according to Todd Archer, have said Evans' release was not directly related to this arrest. It just kind of made it easier. Like, oh, we need a spot. He was near the back end of the roster anyway. Here's some trouble. We're going to go ahead and, and move on. How much of the sticky did he have on him to get arrested for marijuana? I mean, this is Frisco. I feel like Frisco is going to, you won't need as much for Frisco. to. You don't probably, think so? No, nah, not Frisco. It's buttoned up? Dude, I got i got told yesterday, and I know there's going to be some people who probably complain on the fan text here, but routinely I've gone into Cowboys Club to do this Ooh, wow. hit. Yesterday was the first time that when I walked in to do it, the person at the front desk said, you need to take your hat off. I was like, damn it. All right, All right fine. So I had to take my hat off walking into Cowboys Club. Oh, when they Club. saw the baldness? They did. Ooh. They did. I need some Dr. Mark Bashar, like uh, old chopper. Did you over. not, uh, you, so you didn't wear it during the show? No, I put it on as soon as the show started. Yeah. Yep. So, but Rashawn Evans. So, you know, there's a way around that. Just tell him I'm not going to listen. Cowboy hat. Yeah, but i They I'm will never tell you to take a cowboy hat off. As soon as I saw somebody at the bar wearing a hat, I was like, I'm putting this on now. Yeah. So. Uh, Rashawn Evans, though, he gets released. That means the Cowboys have one linebacker on the roster right now. That's Damone Clark. They have nobody else. They're playing hybrid safeties the rest of the way. They got a couple on the practice squad, obviously. But a thin group... can't imagine why they can't stop the run. A thin group gets even thinner. Now, theoretically, this makes a better coverage unit, though, right? Um, sure. But, I mean, this is in terms of the fact that they'll play more Wanya Thomas in the box, probably... Um. Obviously, play Bell in there and, and things like that, but they need some depth at linebacker. They they really miss. Honestly, the two guys they really expected to be contributors, Leighton Vander Esch, done for the year. DeMarvian Overshone, done for the year. Those were the two guys yeah. that they were really looking forward yep, to.
5: Absolutely, it was, it was it was a that was a bummer when those two guys got hurt, man. They uh that was a that was a good unit. I mean, it really was like think you know, theoretically going into the season. Uh, at least I thought that was going to be a pretty decent. Unit. All right, it is Sean and RJ here on 105 of the Fan. I'm RJ Choppies. Bobby Belt. Sean's back next week. Got Peyton and Ryan uh, in tow. Which NFL player was done more dirty by their team yesterday? We got three of them. Talk about that next
3: on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?